Hi, everyone. This is Professor Jarvik, and I am going to do a short podcast on maternity and newborn medications. So some of these medications I've already gone over in the introduction podcast, but I'll go ahead and go over those um, just again, just for your comfort. Um, So looking at the topical outline, um, analgesics such as acetaminophen, um, this is generally a good analgesic for mom. Um, She can usually take this while she's pregnant, uh, much safer than ibuprofen. Mom should really not be taking ibuprofen during pregnancy. And again, there's that four gram maximum, although we hope mom's not coming anywhere close to that. Now thinking about an epidural, um, I know we talked about this in class. Um, Moms may choose to get an epidural during pregnancy for the delivery. Um, Of course, one of the big things we want to watch for with that epidural is their blood pressure. Um, It can cause hypotension. We also want to monitor their respirations and their oxygen saturations. Um, They're also going to be at a fall risk, of course, because their legs are going to be numb. So we want to make sure that we have the call light in reach and, you know, everything in reach so that, you know, mom's not trying to do anything silly um, with the... um, you know, legs and not be able to reach anything. And then um, the antidepressants of uh, sertraline and escitalopram, of course, those are SSRIs. Those are good medications for moms who maybe need to take antidepressants. Those are safer for baby. So moms may need to be changed from something else. Um, Tricyclics are usually not um, a good idea during pregnancy. So SSRIs would definitely be safer. And then antiemetics such as promethazine and ondansetron. So promethazine, one of the problems with that is it causes dizziness um, and it can... um, cause mom to be a little lightheaded, maybe a little bit. Um, Ondansetron doesn't have some of those same side effects. Um, Somebody who has hyperemesis gravidans, so basically they're just having morning sickness a lot, they might be getting both of these medications. Um, But one of those things for any mom who's having the um, morning sickness is to try and encourage mom to have some like salting crackers at the bedside so that mom maybe doesn't even need any kind of medication. So if they actually chew on those um, salting crackers before they even get out of bed, that really does help with some of that morning sickness. Um, folic acid, I feel like we've talked about this ad nauseum. Um, it helps to prevent neural tube defects. We ideally want mom to be taking that before pregnancy. <clears throat> um, ideally at least a month before, um, preferably three months before, or all of y'all should be taking it as I've talked about. Um, and then the prenatal vitamin, um, that does have folic acid in that. Um, so if mom is having any problems with the prenatal vitamins, um, sometimes moms, if they know they're trying to get pregnant, will start the prenatal vitamins before pregnancy. Um, but I know I had a lot of problems with prenatal vitamins. So I would take mine at night because um, I just had so much nausea. I just really did not tolerate them very well at all. And it may have been the iron that was in there, which is our next medication we're going to talk about is ferrous sulfate. So a lot of moms do tend to be 
um, anemic during pregnancy. And so they may end up being on an iron supplement. So making sure that we do that teaching with mom, um, take it with foods that are rich in vitamin C, don't take it with milk, it may cause constipation. So teach them about um, docusate sodium, the colase, it'll cause their stools to be dark, that if they're having those nausea problems, they can take it at night to help with those GI issues. Um, so a lot of teaching to do with that iron because we really want mom to take it. And then the flu vaccine, um, remember that this vaccination can be given during pregnancy. Um, another vaccination that can be given during pregnancy is the hepatitis B vaccine. <clears throat> the vaccinations that I can think of off the top of my head that cannot be given during pregnancy is uh, varicella and rubella. And I'm having a um, brain fart on the other one that cannot be given during pregnancy. I'm not sure why I can't think of it right this second. Uh, let's see. Our next medication after that um, is magnesium sulfate. And we talked about magnesium sulfate when we talked about preeclampsia. So magnesium sulfate, um, years ago we used to use it more for um, even preventing preterm labor. I had a lot of friends who were on that years ago. They don't use it as much for that, um, but they do use it to help prevent and control seizures in those preeclamptic moms. Um, however, there are some adverse effects, so it can cause some respiratory depression, those depressed reflexes, flushing, um, actually really bad flushing, really feeling hot, <clears throat> hypotension, the muscle weakness. Um, it is given IV. If there is some toxicity, which um, we'd really be looking for that absent deep tendon reflexes, we would stop the magnesium sulfate. And we would anticipate giving the antidote, which is calcium gluconate. So um, that's probably the, the biggest things we'd want to be thinking about. <clears throat> um, and then tocolytics. Um, tocolytics are medications that help to produce uterine relaxation. So it's trying to decrease that uterine activity. So basically, it's things like calcium channel blockers such as nifedipine. Um, and so it's something that's going to help stop those um, contractions. And, um, you know, when mom's on tocolytic therapy, we just want to, you know, try and get mom in the best position for that, monitor mom and, you know, baby watch for any adverse um, side effects of the medication. So tocolytics, calcium channel blocker, we're going to be watching, watching blood pressure, heart rate. Um, and then just, you know, providing that psychosocial support because um, if you're in preterm labor, that's really scary for mom. <clears throat> Let's see. What's my next medication on my list? I think I kind of went out of list, out of, um, off my list there. Um, so erythromycin ointment. So this is a medication for baby. I know we talked about this in class. It is given prophylactically, so that means preventatively, to prevent gonorrhea and chlamydia. So this is an ointment. We give it to babies. Of course, we want to wash their eyes off before we give it. And then we want to make sure it stays in there. So we don't want to, like, you know, get it out afterwards. Um, another medication that we give to baby is uh, phytonidione. 
and that is just basically vitamin K. And so as we talked about in class, baby, um, their gut is not producing that vitamin K because it doesn't have the bacteria in it. And so we have to give them that vitamin K to help give them coverage for that first five to eight days until their own intestines can kind of create their own bacteria. So this helps to keep um, baby from having any risk for hemorrhagic disorders. So watching for any coagulation issues or, you know, bleeding issues. Um, my next medication on my list, Rogram. We've talked about this one. This medication is for mom. Of course, we are only giving it to our RH negative moms. Rogam is going to be given twice. Um, it's going to be given at 28 weeks, and then it's going to give, be given again within 72 hours of um, actual delivery. It is also going to be given um, anytime there's a potential <clears throat> or actual exposure to the blood. So if there's an amniocentesis, chorionic villi sampling, um, termination of the pregnancy, abdominal trauma, actually bleeding during pregnancy. So think about a mom who potentially has placenta previa. And um, placenta previa is when that placenta is over the cervix. And so if you think about that placenta being in front of the cervix, um, sometimes mom will bleed. And that's usually a painless vaginal bleeding. And so if mom's RH negative, they may give mom that rogam. Of course, if we're suspecting placenta previa, we would do an ultrasound to check and see. And then lots of times as um, baby and the uterus grows, that placenta will kind of go up with it. But, you know, if the placenta is in the way of the cervix, then baby can't get out because the door's blocked, basically. Um, let's see. I talked about tocolytics. Oxytocin. So oxytocin. Um, oxytocin is going to cause contractions for mom. So it's a uterine stimulant. And we <clears throat> give this to moms um, either when labor is not progressing very well. Um, so sometimes when we start an epidural, the labor starts to slow down. Or if it's an induction, um, we'll use it also for that. Um, and so we want to make sure that we're really watching mom and baby because um, it can really cause the uterus to contract um, much more forcefully um, than, you know, it happens naturally. <clears throat> and so we want to make sure that, you know, if there are any problems with baby, we would stop that oxytocin um, to make sure baby's okay. Also, if moms have postpartum hemorrhage, we can give that oxytocin. Um, to help try and help the uterus um, get better if we have that um, atonic uterus. So oxytocin can be given before birth, um, during or during labor, and it can also be given after delivery for a uterus that is kind of boggy. All right, let me look. I think I have talked about pretty much all... Here's one, um, the beta-methasone and dexamethasone. So those are the corticosteroids that can be given 
to babies who are going to be preterm. So, and we're only going to give this to mom. So it's given to mom if we can kind of hold off labor. So if baby's coming and it's coming any minute, there's no sense in giving this because it's not going to help the surfactant to, um, you know, work. But if we can give this um, steroids <clears throat> and we can keep baby from coming for 48 hours, then baby's lungs can sometimes be a little bit better. And this is usually given between 20 and 32-week um, babies. All right. I think that was all of the medications that I was planning on talking about. Let me double check my notes here. Yep, that was it. So if you have any questions, let me know. I hope this was helpful. Thanks.